What's going on, everybody? It's time for another episode of The Exchange. I'm your host, Logan Lewis, and today I'm joined by a guest who needs no introduction, uh, but I'm going to introduce her anyway. The guest I'm exchanging with today is someone very important to me. She's someone who has begged to jump on one of these podcasts for quite some time. Uh, she's a second grade teacher at Kennesaw Elementary School. And she just finished her first year as a teacher. She grew up in Nashville, Tennessee, but she's sitting here with me right now. My girlfriend, Catherine Cop. Hi. Hi. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to have you here. It's about time. Yeah. Do you Are you comfortable like that leaning? Yeah. Are you? I have bad posture, so it's nice to be held up. <laughs> so how are you? I'm good. Had a good day. Yeah. You treated yourself all day today. I did. You got what? Your your nails done? You got what else did you get done today? I got my nails done, my hair done, did some doctor's appointments, took a nap. Mm, we stand a nap. Very on brand for the first week of summer break. Very on brand for the first week of summer break. I'm adjusting that. Not editing it out though, because people get it raw. And that's how it, that's how they like it. So uh this was going to be an interesting one because I know a lot about you and you know a lot about me. You think you know a lot about So me. I'm going to try to ask you some questions here and get to know you a little deeper. Maybe I know something or maybe I will learn something I don't know. And maybe the people listening that are either friends with you or family of, uh, of yours will learn something they didn't know. Are you That's game? It. Yeah. So how do we know each other? We're dating. Oh, yeah. That's right. Um, let's talk about us. Uh, what were your honest first impressions of me we went out our first date give me all the give me the scoop i picked you up give me everything that's running through your mind well i think we have to back up okay oh yes we do have to back there's up. more to our story than just the first date you're right there's a lot that built up to it so we met online on hinge and my first impression there was your smile and that's why I give you such a hard time now about when you don't smile with your teeth because you have the best smile. <laughs> I invited her actually on here to just compliment me for 40 minutes. What's your 7 7-Eleven joke? My 7-Eleven joke? Or like at the gas station because I'm here to gas you up. Oh, <laughs> are we at a gas station or are we at 7-Eleven because I'm here to gas you up? Yeah. Um, anyways, so we met online and that was my first impression. And then... You're easy to talk to, and I think anyone who has listened to The Exchange will know that, the way you're able to have conversations with people easily, where most guys, especially when you meet them on dating, dating apps. apps, conversation is not necessarily the winning thing that happens there, but we talked for a long time, and we talked on the phone a lot. We did. I remember I was out of town for Holder. We didn't FaceTime because there's levels to this, mm -hmm. right? But we've talked on the phone a lot. And then we mutually called it quits. <laughs> I think you dumped me. I mean, I initiated the conversation, but you were quick to be like, yeah, I'm feeling the same way. And then when we finally reconnected yeah. and decided to I reached go, back out. Yeah. It was me. You remember what I said? Because I don't. I don't. <laughs> I have my old phone, so I should go back and look. You should. Get the receipts. Oh, yeah. We need the receipts. We should frame them. Yeah. 
You want to frame them? No. Um, so the first date, I was really nervous. I remember exactly what I wore. And at the I time I was living, too. I was living with Judy and Matt. Mm-hmm. Shouts, Judy and Matt. And Judy was home and I came upstairs and I was like, I had just done my hair, but I was sweating because I was so nervous. Really? Yeah. And you came to pick me up in your Colorado and you were nervous. Oh yeah. I was sweating too. I was nervous as hell. But you were nervous too because you didn't know if you had to like introduce yourself to my aunt and my uncle. Oh, that's right. I asked you like, you want me to come up front? Because I will. I'll and meet your aunt and uncle. so relieved when I was like, nah, just come pick me up. Yeah. Because you insisted on picking me up for that date. Yeah. I'm a very traditional guy. I want to pick a girl up on the first date. Yeah. Do you want to tell them where you took me? Mellow Mushroom. We sat in the second booth on the uh, the left-hand side. We did. We did. We went back there for our one year and we sat in the booth behind it or the booth in front of it. Beside it. Beside it. And uh, yeah, we got some pizza. We got some za, even though people say that pizza for a first date is not a good idea. And you balled out and you even got an appetizer. Oh, we got the pretzel knots. I think so. Or the pretzel balls or whatever they're called. Haven't been there in a while. Were you relieved or surprised when you found out I'm a cheese girl? Um, Both. Because I had never really met a girl that was just like, yeah, I'm good with just cheese and you played it off too because you like every other just cheese person is just like i'm cool with just cheese but like if someone was like well what about this this and this and this then you would have been like um i'm good with just cheese but i didn't fight it so you were probably internally right like oh oh did we get cheese or did we get pepperoni no i think we got cheese because it was my first time at mellow mushroom really it was you had never had it yeah wow I thought you were taking me there because I said I had never been there before. And oh, you were you like, oh, yeah, we can go there. But turns out that was one of your like top three date places. When I was a single man running around dating. Mm-hmm. I do love Mellow Mushroom. We haven't been in a while. Shouts have, to Blue Moon. Yeah, I was like, we have better options these days. Hey, but Mellow Mushroom still slaps. If they want to sponsor, they can they can reach out. Blue Moon could too. That'd be tight. Shouts to Mark. And Cole. And Cole and Heather. And the other managers. Um, so after the first date. Yeah, I remember exactly what you were wearing. You were wearing jeans and you were wearing that sweater that's multicolored. No. No? No, I wore a green and white. No, it was like a, a pumpkin orange white striped shirt. But it was striped. It it's was mu- striped. multicolored. It though. was not multi. Okay, white. As in multiple colors. It white, was white and pumpkin orange. Okay, then I but know those exactly. Those are the only two colors. I know exactly which one it is now. I was confusing it with that one that's like green, yellow. Oh, my favorite one? Yeah. Yeah, No, it wasn't cold enough. It was November. That's right. That's right. And I remember after that date, we didn't want it to end. No. Like after we ate lunch. So we drove around. So you just drove around and you sang like Florida Georgia Line. (laughs) And you had plans with Pearson and the guys that night to like watch an Auburn game or something. Oh, yes. And I remember both of us commenting like, dang, I kind of wish you didn't have plans so we could just like. Yeah, I think we must have gone over out. to Pearson's place or something. But I think it made it better that way because we made plans for a second date. Immediately. That like we said, we're hanging out. Yeah. And then I think we hung out. A, oh, we went to see the Joker movie. We did. You were late. Oh, shut up. You were in your little Acura, right? I was in Darcy. Darcy. My Acura TLS. <laughs> and you were late. You really wanted to see it. I had already seen it once, but I loved it so much as amazing of a movie as it is. And uh, I watched it again like 
a week ago, two weeks ago. Without me? I couldn't sleep, so I just flipped it on. I was like, I haven't seen this since we saw it in the theaters. It's good. Anyways, what was the question? I completely forgot. <laughs> but you mentioned Florida Georgia Line, so I'm going to pivot or pivot, caveat, pivot, pivot. pivot! <laughs> I'm going to pivot off of uh, off of that and say that you grew up in Nashville, as I stated, and uh, so that means you were surrounded by country music for pretty much your entire life. Um, also, not even mentioning the fact that your dad worked in country music uh, or just in music in general in the studios. What was that like growing up in Nashville? Like everyone looks at like, like when we went and visited your parents, we, you know, I was so excited. I was like, Oh, we can't wait to go to Nashville. And you just see it as Nashville. That's, that's just home. But me, I'm so excited about it. How, what was it like growing up in that area? Is everybody excited about Nashville in Nashville or is everyone like you? Nobody is excited about Nashville. If you live in Nashville, um, when you go for a trip, think about the logistics. You're probably staying in a hotel downtown. So an Uber ride or walking to Broadway is not difficult. Where if you live there, getting to downtown is a pain in the butt. Parking, paying for parking, getting a ticket, getting towed, God forbid. Like there's just so many logistics that go into it. Have you been ticketed or towed? No, because I never drove Good. downtown. That's why I don't drive anywhere well unless me and you are together but like back pre-covid days when we could go to bars and stuff i never or i'm sorry i always drove i, I don't know like, why what i don't know why i did you just said that i just had a brain fart like a bipolar not i think bipolar, i might have had a stroke multiple personality maybe maybe that's larry talking i'm scared larry never drove anyways if you live in nashville chances are you don't get excited about nashville and yeah, it is the country music capital of the world. And my dad did work in country music. But I think my dad more than just appreciates country music. He just appreciates good music. Yeah. And listening to music with my dad is always fun because he has a musical, a music engineer's ear. Mm -hmm. So he so knows what he is can hear everything about that track. And the way it was mixed and what they used and how they did it. And he can dissect it. And I'm like, this song is trash. And I'm like, it sounds just like any other song, but he can pick out. He can pick up the special effects so and, I, and the auto tune and, and stuff like that. I have distinct memories growing up, you know, like Saturday morning. It's early, earlier than you want to be woken up to like music blaring in the house. And your parents are making breakfast and they're like, all right, kids, we're going to be cleaning the house today. This is your responsibility. You have this. Jackie has this. You're going to help us with these things. But it was always music. Music was the center of everything, I think, because of my dad's appreciation for it and my mom's, too. But I was actually the only one out of my friend groups, really, who listened to country music because I did not grow up in a southern kind of environment i suppose mm -hmm. it was a very diverse environment growing up in antioch yeah, so. technically is where yeah. i grew up antioch mm -hmm. which um is a very opinion like people have strong opinions about that community but mm -hmm. um yeah i was exposed to a lot the country music is just it's just what i love more so than anything i love how our how your taste in country music has changed since you started dating me oh my pretty sure when i turn a florida georgia line in on the car 
when I picked you up, you're like, these are guys are trash. Florida Georgia Line sucks. But over the course of our relationship, I find you singing Florida Georgia Line because good or bad, they make bops. They make bangers. Right. But I think go back to what I said about my dad and his musicality. Like he kind of trained my sister and I to appreciate good music, music with meaning, music that has a story, whether it's embodied in the melody or in the lyrics. I personally am a lyric person. I can't pay attention to the melody. We play that game all the time mm-hmm. in the car, trying to guess the song in the first few bars. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I have no you idea. You have no idea. But, but as soon know, as the first few words come out. And I can tell you every yeah, every other every time. Yeah. yeah. But like my favorite artist. Ooh, who's my favorite artist of all time? Oh, man. I don't know. I, I've been getting all the colors wrong today. By the way, I see your pink nails. I asked Logan earlier, I said, my nails look so good. And he said, oh, yeah, what color did you get? Because I was genuinely, as a boyfriend, curious and asking my girlfriend what color her nails are. Everyone who's listening to this, leave a review and tell Logan what color my nails always are. (laughs) And if you say blue, like Logan did, you're wrong. (laughs) I don't know why I thought about blue. Or purple. I don't freaking know. They're always pink. Anyways. My favorite artist. Wait, girl or boy? Alan Jackson. What? No. It is a man. It is a man. It's definitely uh, Garth Brooks. Again, you're very wrong. It is John Mayer. Oh, duh. You posted something about him on your story today. Literally. This did morning. he release new music? He did. One new song. He has a new album dropping July 16th. Wow. Everyone must mean a tour. Rock? Must Y'all mean a tour is coming soon. Hey, wink, wink. Hey, does that mean we're going to that? Oh, Among sure. the other twelve concerts you have on the list. Oh, for sure. You know what's funny is Marion brought that up today. She was like, "Logan seems like such an experienced guy. Like he seems like he likes experiences." And I just looked at her and I was like, "Oh, how wrong you are." Logan gives me crap all the time about wanting to do things. It's, it's and not that I experience things. It's not that I give you crap about doing things. It's the fact that like you're like I just want to experience it. It's like, yeah, I'll go. That's that's the end of it for me. Oh, I just can't even wrap my mind around that. I mean, it depends on what the thing is. Like, there's concerts don't like blow my mind. Oh my! Like, it's cool to see the songs that you like, but the. If if an artist plays 20 songs at a concert, you love the five that you love. And then the 15 is just like, well, time to go to the bathroom. Time to go get snacks. Okay. Well, you're going to the wrong concerts if you don't know more than five of their songs. Well, like, that's the thing is like, I've been to a few concerts in my life. Wiz Khalifa. Bad. Know all the songs. Nah. Florida Georgia Line with Kane Brown and Cole Swindell. Know all of their songs. That was a fun one. Travis Scott know all of his songs that's another good one but well i guess maybe i have been some, to some yeah so all of the artists i've been to even like back in the day when my dad took us to kenny chesney like i had listened to Ch- kenny chesney growing up because i was in the same car as my parents for so long that i knew every song even before like i knew that i knew them you know like the sure. song plays and you're like oh this one again like kenny chesney again so did you like those concerts or no? I loved those concerts. Absolutely. So, with, with all the love in my heart. So what's 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 the what's the argument? My point is, is like, I don't want to go to a, a concert 
that I don't know more than 10 songs and that's few and far between. Like I have like five artists that I love and then everyone else is on the same scale. Like I'd go see an Eric Church concert by himself. I think that'd be solid. I'd see a Cole Swindell. I'd see an old Dominion. I'd see a Rascal Flats. But like, if you ask me about the rappers that I like, oh, Future, forgot about that one. That one was okay because he played a lot of old Future and I knew mostly new Future. But, but the experience of a concert, yeah, you should go to concerts that you really love the artists because that's more fun. Obviously, I don't think anyone would disagree with you there. But to say it's just like, oh, yeah, I'll go. Like, think about how you feel when you're in that venue space and you can feel like the drums radiating mm-hmm. through your body. I get that. And, and you everyone feel the next is day singing too. at the top of their lungs and you cannot hear the person next to you. So it doesn't matter if they're singing well or not. Like, everyone's just having a great time. You're having a few drinks with your friends. It's just a memory. Like, I vividly remember every single concert I've ever been to and the people I was with, how we felt the memories and the emotions there. Meanwhile, as you're talking, I remember two concerts that I forgot to mention G easy and uh, imagine dragons. That was another really good one. Cause you, I know all their songs you paid to go see G easy. It was when he was first getting shouts to Eva, my first real girlfriend. Awkward. <laughs> She uh, was obsessed with G-Eazy and Hoodie Allen and those kinds of like... Oh, I did see Hoodie Allen in see, Atlanta. And, G- and G-Eazy and Hoodie Allen performed together. It was back when they had those really hit songs together. I forget what they're called. I could tell you how they go, but that I don't know the, so the name. Um, Lady Killers. That was, this, that was the headliner song. Um, I'm done with this question. <laughs> wow. You're ready to move on. I am. <laughs> okay, well, let's switch gears. Let's talk about teaching. Why did you want to become a teacher? There's all the stigma that revolves around teaching. You do all this work. You don't get paid much. Blah, 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 blah. Kids suck. Blah, 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 blah. Why did you say like, yeah, I'm going to do this? What made you say that? Because your mom wasn't a teacher, right? Unless I'm totally blanking on that. Unless I'm having another brain fart. And by the way, you're looking at me. I'm guessing that she was a teacher. She was not. A teacher. I think at one point she did try to become a teacher. I remember that she student taught in Warner Robins. But then she moved to Nashville and she got a job in like marketing or something like that. And that was just the field that she was in forever. Um, Teaching is definitely in my family. My mom's mom, my grandmother is was a teacher my dad's sister was a kindergarten teacher forever. So it's definitely something I grew up around. But you can ask my parents, you know, all my family. I used to love to play school as a little girl. Like I would line up my stuffed animals and would teach them. And I had like a whiteboard in my bedroom. And at the end of the school year, I used to love when they would send home all the workbooks and stuff. And be like, yeah, you can just take it home. And I was like, oh, my gosh, my stuffed animals are going to do all of these. (laughs) It was fun. But, yeah, I just like I have always known that I wanted to be a teacher. There was a time when I wanted to be a chef. Really? Uh Did not know that. And shouts to my mom for really nurturing that dream. She bought me cookbooks and we would cook together all the time. And then I realized that's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. 
and, and teaching you, isn't and then you have to clean it up oh yeah that's the worst part about cooking is not a it. fan really so i wanted to be a chef but everything just always kind of came back to education mm-hmm. and fun fun fact first time i've said fun fact today <laughs> on the pod um in high school we had to choose kind of like electives a career pathway basically is what it was so you could choose construction criminal justice my first one was family and consumer sciences okay which if you wanted to be a teacher that's the one you went to it was the class where you got the plastic babies that cry and, and you took care of mm-hmm. it my district or my school i'm not sure which one took that career pathway away and it was told to me that that career would be obsolete by the time i graduated obsolete and maybe that wasn't true and I just heard it wrong, but they did take it away and I had to go to criminal justice because I was not going to do construction or art or health. And I was like, neither of those appeal to me at all. So I just went to criminal justice. Long story short, here I am now uh, an educator. <laughs> so becoming Finished. a uh, criminal justice person wasn't in your a criminal justice person, a police officer, a lawmaker, a lawyer. No. Does a lawyer fall under criminal justice? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always wanted to be a teacher, regardless of the fact that it's an underappreciated field. It monetarily, societally, whatever. I think this last year for sure has enlightened a lot of people who are not in the education world, what it really means to be an educator. And what that all entails as so many people had to teach from their homes, teach their own kids, which, you know, kids are difficult. They can be challenging and they all have different needs. And as a teacher, you have to identify each student's needs and cater to that each day. So it is very difficult, but it's so rewarding. Even this. So last year, 2020, 2021 was my first official full school year. And it also was the pandemic year. So that was really difficult in a lot of ways. But if you ask me about it now, I still say like it, there were a lot of bad things, but there were so many good things that completely outweighed the bad. And I think that's how you differentiate people who are meant to be educators versus people who are just in it for the wrong reasons, which there's actually a lot of. It's kind of sad. Yeah, you 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 stole the question right out of my my queue. I was going to ask you: Is there anything that could have prepared you for twenty twenty school year? You graduate college in twenty nineteen, end of twenty nineteen, right? December, December, yeah. And you're like ready to do it. You're you take that, you know, you you wait until the fall, of course, obviously, to start teaching full time, and you're just ready. You're amped. But over the course of early twenty twenty one covid starts to creep up 2020 or 2020 people are saying it's not going to be a big deal there's people like me that was like i'm not gonna wear this stupid mask this is stupid waste of time this will be solved and there'll be a cure in two weeks and then obviously uh we both got vaccinated two months ago or fully vaxxed go get vaxxed so that we can return to our lives um and now that that encouragement is over back to our regularly scheduled programming uh teachers healthcare workers 
law enforcement, firefighters, all of the people who serve the community. Like, you all right? Yes. <laughs> what? They saw it on video. You don't have to embarrass me on audio. She pulled the chair out from underneath her and almost fell. But either way, people no. don't didn't. No. Yeah. Good. I can't speak. Actually, no, there's nothing that could really prepare you for it. But also, yes, I think having a strong work ethic and um, being resilient. I think the word of the year was pivot. Everyone was like, oh, we're going to pivot our business plan or we're going to pivot and just, re- yeah, like readjust um, being able to take what you have and what you know and reacclimate to your current circumstance that flexibility and that discipline really helped. Um, I was blessed enough to work with an incredible group of women on my team. So we really supported each other in making that more manageable. But, you know, there's a lot of work that went into it for a long time beforehand that I think equipped me as a person but if you're speaking from a strict educator basis, no, not really. No one knew what they were doing this year. We were all just making lemonade out of lemons. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that was kind of cool, though, because even though I was a first year teacher and in all rights, I had no idea what I was doing. Sure. But neither did anyone else. So it kind of leveled the playing field in some ways. Holder always painted a really good analogy about like, We don't know what we're doing. It's not like there's been a manual written on this. We're literally changing as the days go by. There's an incredible meme out um, about like the school board and how they were like giving it. Oh, it's the Shit's Creek where she's like, fold the cheese. Yeah. Fold the cheese. And he's like, mom, I don't know how to fold the cheese. What do you mean? But it's a TikTok actually. And it uh, instead of like folding the cheese, it's like the district being like, teach this, do this, change this. And we're like, but we don't know how, like, I literally don't know what you're talking about. How do we figure this out? And if you say fold the cheese one more time, it is really good, but that's just kind of how it felt all the time. But you came out on top. I did. You had nobody fail. (laughs) No. Do you fail in second grade or is it just kind of like you pull the parent aside and say, Hey, we kind of recommend making them do this again. I'm I'm pretty sure if you are held back another year in primary school like that, it's because you are experiencing a learning difficulty. Sure. Okay. I tried to say that in the most um, politically, politically correct, correct way. way. Yeah. But uh, it's not usually because you haven't mastered it. Because if you can't master primary standards, there's probably something else going on. That's a little deeper than two plus two. Got it. Well, not enough people tell you this, I'm sure, but thank you for everything you did. I saw how hard you worked and how much you care about your kids. So I'm really, truly proud of you for all the work you did. Thank you, babe. Sure thing. So Catherine, there comes a point in every episode of The Exchange. I'm sure you're familiar. Oh, am I? You actually helped me come up with these questions that I ask. Uh And I want to almost guess your answers before you give them to me. Okay. Some of them are, are... answers that I think I know the answers to, but some of them like the deeper ones are ones that I uh, 
will obviously let you answer because I don't know the answer, but we'll try your first job. What was your first job? I do not know this one. I my first job was I was a preschool teacher. That was your first job. You never worked retail or anything. No, that's right. Okay. yes, we drove by it and you pointed it out to me in Nashville. Yeah, I would ride the bus from high school. It would drop me off at work. Wow. And I'd work from like 2.30 to 5.30. And then mom or dad or Jackie come pick you up? Mom would pick me up on her way home from work. How about that? It just worked out. It did. Uh, if you were an animal, what would you be? I think I know this one. A lion? A bear? Y'all, we something have to break up. He something, said my nails are blue. Something that sleeps a lot. What is it? An elephant. You'd be an elephant? Yeah. You would want to be an elephant? Yes. Why? An elephant is faithful, 100%. What does he say in Horton Hears a Who? I don't know. No, elephants are awesome. They are very beautiful and really cool animals. And they're incredibly smart. Oh, yeah. Like, One of the smartest. Like myself. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, we just talked about this. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Ooh. I don't know the answer to so this. So the John Mayer concert was incredible because there was no opener. So it was literally like three hours of, of John, John Mayer, Mayer playing almost every single song he's ever written, which, okay. which was awesome. Which is just mesmerizing. Oh, truly. It was incredible. Anyways, I think I would have to say my favorite concert of all time was the One Direction concert that I went to in 2014. Okay. Good answer. Uh, stand mute cancel queso guac and salsa oh I want you to guess this first I think you're standing queso uh, you're muting salsa and you're canceling guac wrongo wrongo which one did I mess up I'm standing salsa okay oh yeah okay muting queso Okay. Canceling, canceling guac. guac I do love guac but you know of the three what is your hot wing flavor? Medium or hot? Yeah. I like it spicy, but don't burn my mouth. And you're a flats gal? I am a flats gal. Give me all your flats, please. <laughs> all right. Deal. Give me your drums. Deal. Uh, what's one movie you wish you could go back and watch for the very first time? I don't know this one. Uh, Dirty Dancing. Yeah. Her, also her favorite movie. I want to remember what it was like to be however old I was the first time I watched that movie and was like, oh, this is my movie. I don't remember how old I was, but I know I was young. And like to go back and like really understand that whole process would be really cool because it's been my favorite movie for years. Mm -hmm. But like, why? I don't really know. Hmm. Gotcha. Um. What do you get when you go to the movies? When we go to the movies together, we, we usually rock a large popcorn, layered butter, and a, and a uh, Dr. Pepper or Sprite. Is that accurate? Yeah, but what's my candy of choice? Oh, why can I never think of these things? I'm failing all the tests today. I don't know. I'm going to be single by the end of this. Sour Patch podcast. Kids. Yes. That's it. Just I'm kidding, not guys. Be I'm still taken. Still taken. Um, what's your greatest fear? a really good question if you want a minute to think on it i have another one yeah give me a minute okay. to think about it because i don't know stand mute cancel another this one? is a new one. Oh, i've done this last episode this is the the second time we're doing it stand mute cancel when you were a kid nickelodeon cartoon network and disney channel disney channel 
Stan Mutant canceled them. Oh, okay. Stan Disney Channel. Okay. Mute Nickelodeon cancel Cartoon Network. Didn't watch anything on them. I did, but like, curious. What's the the dog? Curious, uh, curious, curious the cowardly dog. Yes, or Sca- courage the cowardly. That's dog. it. Courage scared the bejesus out oh, of yeah. me. Oh yeah. Dexter's Laboratory was a good one. D D. <laughs> <laughs> um, but those are the only two things. Oh, cat dog. That's Nickelodeon. Ed Ed and Eddie. Cartoon Network. Okay. I remember Love Ed, Ed, Ed. I used to watch that every morning before school. Double dirt. <laughs> Why are you so good at that? Because I'm an idiot. I, I have no better use of my time. Your greatest fear? Do you have that? I don't think I have a, a fear. I don't think you spiders, do. Spiders, cockroaches, spiders. Bugs in general. I literally get out of body experiences when I'm in their presence. I can't. <laughs> They're just beans trying to be. They can be somewhere else. (laughs) Um, If I snap my fingers right now and we are transported to a specific time and place to witness something, what would we be seeing? That's another good question. It was not on my question list. I don't prepare anybody for any of these questions. Um, If I could go back. I would like to see... My mom and dad when they were young. Oh, okay. That's a good answer. I think the same thing all the time. John and yeah. Steph and their My parents are elusive in their young years. I know a lot about their like after kid life, but like what were they like before they were parents? Gotta think they were cool. You gotta think. You gotta think. Your dad probably had wicked hair. Oh yeah. He still does have wicked hair. <laughs> Shouts to Carrie. Love you, Dad. <laughs> love you too mom dinner with three people dead or alive last question um jesus jackie and someone alive john mayer oh me oh jesus jackie and harry styles <laughs> there you go how about that that was it that was the podcast oh Catherine. Thank you so much for being a guest on The Exchange. How do you feel? Relieved that it's over. Really? Were no, you nervous? I'm kidding. I loved it. Were you nervous? Um, No, because I talk to you all the time. And now this is just the first time it's been recorded. Oh, dear. The first time? The first time it's been recorded, I think. Does that mean there's going to be more times? Yeah. You'll okay. be on future Binge Boys episodes when we talk about uh, Dirty Dancing and the other movie that you really love. I'll be on the lookout. What was that Pretty other woman? Movie? Pretty woman. Y'all, that's it. Logan does not pay attention to me. That's not true, guys. That's not true. Um, Catherine, again, thank you so much. It was an absolute pleasure to get you uh, to get you on here. I uh, I can't describe to you how much you've changed my life in the past year and a half, almost two years. I like to round up almost mm-hmm. two years. Um, you've done so much for me spiritually and internally. And my friends love you. My family loves you. I love you so much. Are you going to cry? I am going to cry. Don't cry. I'm sorry. Um, so I actually, uh, before we go, obviously, follow us on Instagram. Uh, Exchange pod log. No, I changed it. Exchange with Logan. And uh, if you want to follow Catherine, you can, I'm sure. You want to plug yourself? I had to think about it because Logan made me change my handles. Oh, I did. 
Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Catherine PK underscore. And that's there pretty it much it. That's yeah. pretty much your socials. That's where she's most active. But Catherine, I truly love and care about you so much. And I want to continue to love and care about you and support you and do all of these things for the rest of my life. So Catherine Parks Cop, will you do me the honor of marrying me? No way. This is real. Oh my God. Yes. She, oh she said yes. <laughs> what? Babe. It fits like a glove. Does it? Yeah. It's so pretty. She said yes. Oh, my God. You had no idea? I got my nails done. I know. It's all part of the plan. What? Oh my god, I love you. Yes. I love you, Lord. There you are. Oh my god. I gotta take my other ring off. She's gonna be a Lewis, folks. That's it. That's the exchange with the future Mrs. Lewis. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.